Hey everybody, welcome to After Buzz TV's after show for HBO's The Night Of. Tonight we're talking part five, the season of The Witch, and what just happened. I don't know, stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Must be the season of must be. Must be, right? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. I don't get it. Whatever that means, yeah. it must be that season. <laughs> hey, guys. Welcome <laughs> to After Buzz TV's after show for HBO's miniseries, The Night Of. Thanks so much for tuning in again. Like I said, we're talking part five, the season of The Witch, as this song confirms. And, uh... You're watching this and we're excited. I am your host, Miera Jennings. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Miera Jennings. And here is my amazing panel. Hey guys, I'm Joelle Monique and you can catch me everywhere at Joelle Monique. Hello everyone, I'm Abby Vega and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at underscore Abby Vega. Hey guys, I'm Renee Ariel and you can find me on Instagram and on Twitter at Renee Ariel. Lovely. <laughs> Thanks for joining me again tonight, ladies. Great. Another amazing episode to discuss. For real. Yeah. This I was intense. I have so many notes. So I, have, I have a lot to I have so much. I feel like this episode also created like so many more theories for yeah. me. Yeah, there were so many questions. There were some things answered. Mm-hmm. So it's just like we're just going in circles here, but in a good way. Yeah, yeah in a yeah, very for good sure. way. So first off, uh, we see that that John is, you know, soaking his feet or whatever. I'm so... His eczema, yeah, we'll we'll get to it, I hope, eventually, but (laughs) let's just let that be for now, because I don't know. And then we see him speaking to his son's class, and I was actually feeling really bad for him in that scene. (laughs) He did not catch a break. He can't. Like, people just don't take him seriously. But you see that his son really does, and he feels bad, so did you guys, I mean, did anything really resonate with you about that? I was thinking about, like, while it was happening, I didn't really think much of it, but now I'm kind of looking back wondering why they included that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because I feel like in a show like this, definitely with only, you know, eight episodes, I feel like they would only include things if they're significant and have some sort of, I don't know. Yeah. You know what I mean? So now I'm wondering what... I feel like something with the sun or something more, I feel like they did that for a reason. Yeah. Okay. I cut This episode makes me suspicious of Nas now. Mm-hmm. I, okay, this is, I love, it, there's one direction I'd be okay with it going in if Nas were the killer, and I think if that is the case, it does make sense for this opening scene with him talking about sometimes he has to defend the guilty. Uh, because yeah. Nas, and I love this, we don't even, know, we think we know Nas. We think we know the sweet, innocent guy. We met him in one episode, guys. You know what? When the DA was looking and saying, oh, that's him being a predator, like he stopped, he thought about it, maybe he did. Maybe we don't know Naz like we think we do. Well, that's what we said that last week, though. We said that because we're like, we we don't know him. He could have a whole bad past. And this week, though, we see him being kind of weird, and he's changing like that. I also feel, though... He has to. Like, I can't blame Nas for literally any decision he made this episode. Like, you need friends in prison. You're not going to survive in there alone. And just as a human being, you want to have connection with other people. You don't want to feel like prey all the time. And he finally feels like secured himself. Like, he's beefing up, so he's feeling better about himself. He's got some power. People are afraid of him. I'm not saying this seems like a dangerous path for him to be going Mm -hmm. down. It scares me that he's going here. But I also understand how he got himself 
here. Even totally. to swallowing the cocaine. Like, what are you going to do? Like, you've seen this dude beat up. Freddie's beat up two people now in front of Nas. Yeah. And he took part in the last one, which now means everybody in there has dirt on him. Like, it's good to be king, but now you've got a target painted on your back as well. And he's putting... And again, I can't blame him, but he's putting himself in some really hairy situations. Yeah, that's what I, I actually tweeted that during the episode. I was like, is this Nas? Is this the real him? Or is it just survival of the fittest? Because yeah. at this point, it could be either. Because like you said, you can totally understand he needs to survive in there. Otherwise, yeah. he has no chance whether he's innocent or not. So he has to survive there. Or is this kind of showing his true colors? Mm. But be there. I agree with he kind of had to be the drug mule. I get that. I think uh, these people are scary now that he's working with Freddie and whoever is on Freddie's team. But the the one thing that, I re- that really stuck with me about his rage, he didn't have to beat that guy up as bad as he did. And I think, I mean, in any case if someone's not typically a violent person it would be really hard to get that kind of rage out of someone that he could have killed him right then and there if that guy didn't yeah. pull him back I well disagree i feel like can... wait hold, we're gonna <laughs> let's so just much rewind to talk about. for a little bit yeah. because that scene is like a whole conversation yeah, for sure. so we're just gonna take a few steps back and then we'll get right back into it i promise but just going back i want to talk about chandra's decision to go and meet up with john we called it yeah. and mm. it's which was pretty good and i'm satisfied with that decision and it seems like they uncovered a lot of important information as far as the drugs that were in his system um john went and found the guy that she that gave her the drugs because she called him that night but it seems like detective box didn't even go that route at all did you guys get that I, yeah, yeah what's the, the deal with this investigation i, I wrote just, that down i go I when I said Stone found this guy, yeah. drug dealer, possibly whatever. I go, did the defense not even like I understand right. it's not helping their case. A full story, yeah, exactly. But I'm just saying, yeah. like, but I'm just so, still surprised because they have when they were sitting there discussing possible um, defenses for Nas. Um, you would think that they would want to get all witnesses that could potentially be put on the stand so that they can you know prep mm. them or figure out what. Stone's gonna learn. They didn't. But Nas uh, didn't pick up the phone and call this dude. This chick did. It's all coming yeah. from her phone. So I think that to bring in somebody to anything that's gonna make the deceased look like criminal, I don't think they're gonna want to use. It's not gonna help their case at all. So why even touch it? I do think it's sloppy police work. Yeah, yeah. agreed. Night like, of like, oh, we found the knife, and we're not gonna investigate her past. We're not gonna investigate what she's under. We don't really care if we caught the real guy. We've caught a person, so our yeah. job is done. I agree with you there, but as far as the lawyers, I wouldn't touch it. I'd be like, well, that's way off over there. Yeah. I hope never to see them. Which sucks for him. Totally sucks. I know. There's really nothing you can do about that at that point. And another interesting point, and something that I found to be quite telling about Box's character, is the fact that we find out he's planning to retire, which makes a lot of sense as to why he's so gung-ho Lazy. about Nas. Well, yeah, that too. It could be either one. <laughs> he just wants to wrap up on yeah. a good note and, and, and really support his, you know, his... He, he has a lot of good things said about him all the time, you know? He has a really good background. People think very highly of him for what we, from what we've seen. So he's just trying to get things wrapped up and hopefully solve this case, even yeah. though it's not really solved. But why do you guys think... Do you think this will end up leading him to go ahead and look at more suspects, especially since he's now um, reviewing the surveillance footage? Or is he still just tunnel vision on Nas? I mean, he is checking surveillance footage now, which I like. I mean, maybe they're planning on doing it the whole time just to... Maybe what he's trying to do, though, is just make sure... 
everything does point to Nas. Like, he's trying to go, like, go backwards and make sure everything points to Nas, but perhaps this new information will make him think, oh, wait, maybe this could mean someone else mm-hmm. could have done it. I don't, it just depends what he gets from that. Yeah. That I footage. think that something's going to happen in this surveillance footage that he's going to notice that's going to force him right, to look elsewhere. To. And act, this is like a perfect for one of the random people. It says random guy. Yeah. Some guy commented, and and I honestly I love hearing these because I don't pay attention exactly. to details no, sometimes. Yeah, they have good but theories. they said that in the street cam of Andrea getting into Naz Naz's cab, that to the right of the cab there's a motorcycle with a cover on it, and she, the person said, "I wonder if Andrea was coming out of that guy's house, and that is later the motorcycle guy who goes up and looks at Naz." Could be. Because they we, we talked about how that motorcycle scene in the first episode was weird. Yeah. So, I mean, you it's, never know. It's, it's a definitely good a good theory. Good de- yeah. attention to details. And we for definitely her. haven't tracked her trajectory through the yeah. day. So, as mm-hmm. as to Nas, which I feel like has got to be the next step. Yeah. Like, what was she doing throughout her day? Right? Here? Yeah. So, I mean, Somebody's got to look these things I up. Know. <laughs> I would be like on the computer all day. Like, where was she? Where's, where was he? You yeah. Know, trying right? to put things together. Yeah. But yeah. I wouldn't they look whatever. at the surveillance of where she came from to get in the taxi? I'm sure I they could they find out care. some stuff. Hopefully, John and Chandra will do that. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. And also, speaking of them, so they end up going to the crime scene with this investigator. I was really trying to pick out little things that maybe we missed before. Mm -hmm. The only thing I could think of was the fact that he was messing around with that gate door. Yeah. And he was kind of opening And there's a second knife in the house. He took a picture. There's a drawer. Yeah, he pulls out a drawer and there's a knife very similar to the one he takes a picture of it. Hmm. And I felt they lingered on it for a while. And I'm like, I wonder if that's going to be important later. Because it would Maybe. make much more sense for the killer to be like, and I'll just clean this clean knife and put it right back. Oh, it yeah. Totally. Like, that's the one. It could be. What do you guys think? Was there anything that you noticed um, while they were at the crime scene that uh, we didn't see before? I was trying. I mean, the blood. The, yeah. That might be Squirrel's that blood. That might be Squirrel's blood, blood on that thing. What was that? But I don't, I don't even, know. That was I weird. I thought it was blood on uh, leaves. And I thought, he, yeah, but I, they're like, it could be Squirrel's blood. Well, because it, they don't know if it's person yeah. blood or squirrel blood, but... Um, if it's person blood, it would show that they so went left. out the back, yeah, door. out the back door. Okay, yeah. Cool. So that could that really help their case. Very important. This other thing, the other thing that I noticed too about this is this could be getting into something else that we might talk about. Yeah. But the way that the picture guy brought up the cat again, there's something really weird about yeah. the cat, and they're putting so much focus mm-hmm. on um, stone. Yeah, and I tweeted about this and someone tweeted at me I don't know if this isn't like my prediction but it was a good thing because you know how the eczema is such a big part and everyone's it's kind of a character in its own exactly (laughs) well someone said that they had a feeling because eczema I like look this up too can be triggered by allergens and and Stone's really allergic to cats someone tweeted that they were kind of suspicious of Stone thinking that he had been in the house and that's why his eczema started Mm. flaring up so bad because her cat that's interesting. Oh. Which That's is a really in-depth theory, and I appreciate that kind of yeah, attention yeah, to detail. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? Because I still cannot get on board with the stone dick. <laughs> yeah. That would just be the greatest, but it's just, most I know. crazy twist The ever. reason it would be the, so interesting yeah. is because that would be a reason for why they focus so much on the, the eczema flaring yeah, up. This is very true. Because... 
I mean, who knows? Yeah, but that's a good. The theory. person, someone tweeted at me. They had an inappropriate Twitter name, so I can't say it. But <laughs> thank you, whoever you are. I thought it was. I thought that it was interesting. interesting. I still, yeah, I'm not. I can't get on it either, but John. But man, that would be a twist. Yeah, I do love that he did go back and get the cat. Mm-hmm. I had such a feeling he would, but I find their whole his relationship with the cat is so weird. I will it's say weird. also shout out to John Stone for buying some cat food and not just feeding the cat milk. Awesome, but. I find it weird. Like, why does he need this cat in his life? What void is it filling? Does he just is he just a good person? Does he just really want to save this one cat as opposed to all of the other shelter animals? Why? I feel like so for me, the cat represents a lot of what he was hoping to do with Nas, and now that Nas is not the perfect kind of client <laughs> that he thought he might be, like he hmm. doesn't even get to keep him as a client. He doesn't. He's lying to him. Um, his son loves him, but isn't really there. He lives with his mom, and he's got no kind of love life, and he's got limp dick syndrome. This oh, episode, I feel oh, like this cat oh, is something that he can love, but also another thing that he can't really have because he's oh, so yeah. allergic so to it. And it's kind of continuing this circle of him trying to reach out, but not being able to get close enough, not being able to make that connection. Even he doesn't get any respect from high school students. Like he's doing detective work but it's so amateur like he's smart he knows what he's doing but it's you know who goes alone to a guy who some dude was scared to mention his name like Mm. it just seems foolish and silly i think this cat is giving him the support that he needs right now another thing with the cat is i'd have to go back and watch the first episode um in regards to how we talked about how there was kind of focus on on the gate the back Mm. gate yeah Mm -hmm. I'm curious, was the cat, like, inside or outside? Because if the gap, the cat's position changed before or after the murder, it could have totally been someone accidentally leaving that back gate to open. Well, and she throws was, the cat out uh, in That's the what first I thought. Episode. Yeah. yeah, she throws the cat out. And so the door was just open. Yeah. And then the cat was just outside when they found that it was okay. her cat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Across. But, yeah, no, that's that's it. Okay. I I hope the cat has more meaning, but I like your analysis. Yeah, that is good. I think it's it just like a symbol. I think it will definitely have more analysis. Whether it ate something that will later digest, and we learn that's my theory. Just because that's what happens a lot of times. Animals eat stuff, and then they're like, "Oh, more new evidence." Or if it's like its hairs, or I don't. I think it's going to come into play later. But I do think that right now, symbol. It's yeah. It's just doing a really good job of filling a hole in his life. He needs to take care of something. Yeah, Toys he bought the cat were so cute. And he just throws him at the cat yeah. and just waits for a sound. Yeah, he's going to play with, with it. Adorable. Man, we'll hope the cat comes back into play because it's an interesting storyline. Um, but later on, we see that Nas's father meets up with his business partners, and they obviously are very anxious to get their cat back. That's how they make their living. That's yes. how they make their money. Yeah. Um, and they are really, really set on on charging Nas with Grand Theft Auto so they can get their cab back, which obviously will hurt his case more. It'll put, you know, give him more of a record. And I just feel like they're going to end up going that route. But what's probably most interesting about that conversation that stuck out to me was that the the friend or the partner said to Nas's dad, you know, he's already going to do time. What's a few more years? And that says to me, they already, they've given up hope. They think, they either think he's guilty or they think he has no chance of beating this case. What did you guys get from that conversation? He definitely came off as like a system thing to me. Like, he's not going to get away with it. Like, look at all the evidence stacked up again. Look who he is. Like, he's not anybody. You don't have enough money to hire like a big shot attorney. So, what is a few more years? And I get the perspective from that, but I don't understand why it has to be his dad that turns... Like, why would you put that on your friend? Like, your friend didn't do anything his son did. Mm-hmm. If you want to charge him with a grandfather... Like, I hope they don't, obviously, because I'm still hoping Nas is innocent. Yeah. But 
I, I just don't understand why they felt it had to come from the father. You will because he had the car at the time, so it, he would have to be the one to say that he did not give Nas permission. Oh, yeah, he stole but it from Nas. I from. honestly think if it comes down to it, his dad's gonna lie and say that he gave him permission. Oh, oh yeah, I'm sure will. Happen, I, I just, I just, that's, a good that's point. what I get from the parents that they're just very protected of him and that. they're very naive. But because I think that's why they want they they need. Nas's dad to confirm that he did not have permission to take this car and that he stole it and I don't think he's gonna do it I, I think he, yeah, I either. think he'll I think lie really and say that. that he said that it was okay I think so too and it's uh, we didn't see the brother at all but somebody a few comments I didn't write them down but a few people were kind of weird about the brother's um, interaction last week yeah. and just he didn't have any lines but just the camera lingered on him a little yeah. bit and so we were kind of suspicious but I feel like he knows something I don't know maybe he, the, the brother maybe something about out. the Adderall that's what I was thinking well yeah oh. and I was gonna say brothers know stuff about each other like whatever dirt Nas does have yeah. his brother's gonna be the one to know and he does seem rather tight lipped mm-hmm. in the background as I think most siblings would be if you're oh, yeah. if you're one other sibling's in trouble you'd be like I'm not gonna yeah. be the one to make <laughs> this worse uh it'll be interesting to find out what he does know also speaking of the brother the brother is the one who noticed that Nas wasn't in his room like almost checking up on him and I didn't think much of it at the time but he was the one who got up and went and looked in the room as if he I don't know like worried about as if he was worried or as if he knew he wouldn't be there or I don't know. He was the one to notice it first, Hmm. and I I didn't think of it much at first, but after last episode, seeing his brother, maybe there's more to it. Yeah, it's possible. It is possible. Anything's possible at this point. There's, like, nothing really narrows it down for me at this point. Like, it could be Naz, especially, I don't know, just hearing some of the things in this episode makes me think maybe they are trying to make it so we want to root for Naz, but at the end of the day, maybe he is, like... I don't know, a serial cut. Maybe he did weird things at his other school for the previews. We saw some, Mm -hmm. they like found, Mm -hmm. like why was he changing school? Something weird they said about Nas that they dug up. Well, let's just go ahead and talk about that scene where he beats the guy then. Let's get into Nas's development. Transformation. Yes, his complete transformation. Or maybe not. Maybe it's not a transformation, but let's get into that and, um, you know, where his, how his character developed in this one episode. And uh, Freddie set it up so that he could get revenge from the guy who burned him and he took the opportunity but what's interesting to me i don't want to say that he had i don't know for some reason i just want to feel like this is a result of his circumstances i don't want to think that he already had this in him and that's well, that a combination so of both. because let, let me tell you why when he first had the chance to get his revenge he did his one little kick and then he was walking away yes. he was provoked and I think he was already pissed off because the guy burned him. He's already pissed off because he can't get out of here. He's already, you know, up for a freaking murder. And now the guy's running his mouth, like, taunting him even more. And he just wants that power. Like, I think at this point, he doesn't want to seem vulnerable anymore. And if he walked away, he could be in a lot more danger. I was going to and you can't get called out in prison yeah. like that and not react. And again, we already saw that if you don't take every chance to prove that yeah. you're tough and can stand your own ground... It comes back at you tenfold. Exactly. Like, he trusted this dude and he burned him. And not only that, but, like, he's taken so much abuse from shitty lawyers to, mm-hmm. like, just random jerks in prison to, to this whole night, which, if he's innocent, and it seems, to me, the only reason it, it seems to me that he's innocent is he holds fast to it. Mm-hmm. Like, the whole time, he's pretty upset about the fact that he's been charged with anything. Mm-hmm. And you tend to get, like, waning in liars. Like, oh, maybe... 
I don't know. And then, no, I, I definitely didn't. Like, it, it varies. But he's been very steadfast, and I didn't do this. And he, we don't seem to have any memory or recollection of it. Nothing to me yet says, like, definitively, he for sure did it. So beyond a reasonable doubt, I'm not there yet. I I understand why he snapped. Mm. To me, I, I get it. Me I would have snapped, too. I get it, too. And... And like you said, he he did just do that one kick, and as he walked away, he was provoked. Keep in mind, Freddie was sitting there, and mm-hmm. he knews, knows Freddie's watching, and that's kind of him having to prove... He has to prove himself to Freddie, too. Yeah. And what's interesting about whether Nas did this or not, I, I said last week a lot that... The, the Until last week, I never even thought that he might be able to... Do, might have done this. Right. But I think it's also in, like, credit to the writing and stuff, they... It'd be way too easy if the whole time we didn't ever doubt Nas. And I think mm-hmm. now, with this kind of prison transformation, that's exactly their intention. For us in the audience to think, has he always been like this? Yeah. Is this really him? Or is it because of prison? I think that's True. exactly what they wanted to do with this. Mm-hmm. And, of course, the audience is going to question it now. Mm-hmm. And it'd be too easy if the whole time he stayed this innocent, yeah. innocent person. So now it's... You don't know, and you're questioning, and that's and what makes this show awesome. About him yeah, still feels sure. so innocent to me. Like if yeah. the worst drug he did was Adderall, which right, I not, can't name yeah. a college student I've exactly. interacted with who hasn't at one point been like, "I gotta finish stuff." Yeah. Like I, it just it's all so soft and gentle to me that I'm still not fully convinced that he's done anything wrong. I think that this is the first time Nas has been out from under his parents' yep. like guidance and. I think he's experimenting in the same way a lot of people do when they first go off to school, which is weird because he's in prison. <laughs> but, you know, how how do I stand up on my own two feet? How do I survive in this place? How yeah. do I make it out alive? They, he can't, he literally cannot say no to a lot of, you can't say no, you, you're in Freddy's debt. Uh-huh. He's king of this prison. Guards, like, look out for him. Yeah. You're stuck. You're stuck. And so his best bet is just to be lucky at this point, which... It, it's not in his favor. Um, he just doesn't have a lot of luck. Yeah. So I worry, especially as we move into a trial, how he's going to hold up. Shaving your head's a bad look. You look so innocent with that mm-hmm. moppy yeah. hair. Yeah. Now you're like three times your size and the shaved head and a Muslim. Like, you're, you're just, it's not looking good for you. Yeah. Um, when they were talking about the drugs, I don't remember what the, the horse tranquilizer or whatever that one yeah. was. What is it called? Ketamine. Ketamine. Mm-hmm. Ketamine? Yeah. Okay. Didn't they say that if he just had that and didn't have any speed in the system, he would have passed out? However, if he had the speed in the system, he wouldn't have conked out? No, they were just talking about how ketamine was like an aphrodisiac and then you pass out. But didn't they say if it was mixed with something else like speed, it wouldn't just make you pass out? I think out? they said... I don't remember what don't specific remember drug all. combination was that would not have made him pass out. Because I think that's what they were saying before, which also made them more suspicious, is mm. because he also had speed in the system. Mm. And I think during that conversation, they said he wouldn't have passed out right away. Like, what would have happened if he had just had the ketamine? Mm-hmm. So that's what also is kind of weird for me. Maybe he wasn't... Maybe he doesn't remember, but maybe he wasn't asleep that whole time he thought he was asleep. So, which would be helpful because even if he didn't do it, maybe he will eventually remember who the killer is because I don't think he was passed out when it was happening. Wow. Really? So maybe his memories will come back? Like he was downstairs walking around or doing something and then ended up eventually passing out. Did he out when the murderer came in? 
or... It's possible, but, like, here's my question. Why would they mention those two drugs together and, like, what how, What wouldn't make you pass out mm-hmm. if he was actually passed out the yeah. whole time? I think there's more... I think he is going to remember more, or I hope he'll remember more, but um, I don't think he was passed well, out Well, speaking it. of him remembering more, that was another prediction, is how... You know how we yeah. were seeing those flashbacks, thinking yes, that those, those were scenes. him... Mm-hmm. Vision, who was it? Uh, Tree Hugger? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Tree Hugger said, I don't think the flashbacks are Nas remembering things. I think they're from someone else's perspective. Since we can hear Nas and Andrea in the bedroom, there must have been a third person in the house. I think that's an interesting I think that is too. We we always just assumed that it was Nas's memories, but maybe it would be great. I like that. I like that too. Thank you, Tree People come up with such good things. Thank you guys. It makes the conversation even better. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So let's just skip ahead a little bit. We see that the DA questions Trevor finally. I mean, this guy was there from the jump. He was there that night, and it seems like he's been walking around free for a while, but. He yeah, so she questions him. He still doesn't bring up the friend, and he still doesn't say where he was going. Later on, we find out that he hid. Well, you know, so he says he did not bring up the guy because he's a dangerous guy, and he may or may not be scared of him. His name's Dwayne Reed, and that's what John, you know, finds out later on. And I'm not even gonna get into that yet. The whole <laughs> the result of that, but I just want to know why it took. The DA so long, and and why aren't more people questioning Trevor? I feel like there is so much that could be said about that guy, that or or even Trevor for all we know. We don't. I mean, why should we listen to him? Why should we trust him? I just yeah. I feel like, and now that um, Nas finally told John and Chandra that there were two guys, hopefully that will lead them in the right direction. I mean, well, I mean, I it did, obviously, but, but, <laughs> yeah. but the other side. See, I think at this... I think, I hope de- the detective and the other side but, kind yeah. of look at that. Well, I think at this point, you know, we're asking why they didn't question Trevor more. I think at this point, it's because they kind of gave him what they needed. Yeah. So they didn't even think, you know what I mean? They're like, okay, he he pretty much set up, he saw them. He was he a saw witness. Them. Yeah. He was a witness. That's all So needed. they, that's all they needed. So they didn't, I don't think, thought to look into him lying about if he was alone mm-hmm. because to them that probably didn't even come up. I agree. I will say with Trevor this episode, I think he went up on my suspect list like a lot because two things that really stuck out to me with Trevor this episode, one he wasn't her drug dealer because this other guy right? we met was yeah, a drug dealer. True. So what's the connection? Two, that scene with John Stone, one line really stuck with me. He asked, "Well, tell me anything," and he said, "My great grandmother is turning one hundred two next week." That's an age he knew. An age he knew in birthday, and that's something that came up in his head. And she was stabbed twenty two times, which was her age. So maybe it's an age thing. I find that very weird. That like out of all the things you could say, he brought up an age thing, and like that was what popped in. So I thought that was weird, and I feel like he's kind of a shady character. See, I don't know what it is. I don't suspect him. Neither do I. But that's but maybe weird. maybe that's another thing. Is you know the people that you always find super suspicious and right. guilty. Kind of, it's like too obvious. So maybe. Me not finding him suspicious actually makes him more suspicious to me. If that makes I don't any know. sense, I feel like Trevor is a loudmouth who. Obviously, I think this Dwayne Reed character is into some mess now. Whether they were involved in murdering this chick, I'm, I'm not 100 convinced. But they're into some stuff, and I just feel like Trevor played the smart card. Like, why am I going to put myself? 
exactly. in danger. It's for... the code of the hood. Exactly. You just don't, you just don't talk. You don't drop <laughs> you don't names snitch. to cops. You don't like talk about where you were going or why. Even if it was the most innocent of affairs, because I'm not dragging other people into yeah. to a murder case, no less. Mm-hmm. Knowing how lives can be turned upside down. So, and this, I'm not really suspicious of Trevor. I'm suspicious of Dwayne Reed. I'll put it that way. He's yeah. quiet. Well, we he find ran out. super fast. He yeah. did run we fast. find out <laughs> that, you know, after they looked him up, he did have a record of burglary and having a knife with him. So, I mean, that's important at the end of the day. We can't just ignore it, whether yeah. or not it's supposed to distract us from the real suspect, mm-hmm. who knows. But at the end of the day, that is important information that we found yeah. out. So. Mm-hmm. It could come into play next episode. I mean, it, it definitely feels did at the so end. personal that it would seem so random to me. I mean, we don't know what connection yeah. she has with these guys. We could be completely off yeah. base, but for her to be the only one murdered and for the person to just leave Nasir yeah. there, if it wasn't Nas himself, that seems very strange to me. It seems very personal, and I really hope we get back to stepdad soon. Same. I was but- thinking we didn't see him this episode. <laughs> it's so smart to murder her when she's with someone, so then they're the number one suspect. I think whoever did it really thought it out. And the only people that know, as far as we know, that she was with someone that you could pin this on were these uh, Trevor and yeah. Dwayne Reed or were outside. the motorcycle guy. Or a motorcycle guy. Like, who knew? Because that's, I mean, that's smart thinking like a murderer. Mm-hmm. Who could you pin this on? It, oh, she's not alone tonight. This is someone that's staying there, probably came in. He was all drugged out. He's like, yeah. I can get away with this. Someone knew that she wasn't alone, mm-hmm. and then they could pin it on that's her. That's very him. true. But that neighbor, too. That's exactly. The neighbor was so shady. Up. Yes, the, oh, neighbor, yeah. the neighbor's <gasps> testimony. We haven't seen him in a while. Well, exactly. And it's interesting because we did, I mean, there was mention of him in this episode when the DA was talking about the cut on Nas's hand mm-hmm. and she goes to speak to the coroner which was a great scene by the way because it's so telling as to how much influence these people have oh, yeah. on them. These people are supposed to be honest when they you know are at the trial and they just completely are influenced by outside factors. But anywho, so she was saying, you know, the neighbor said he heard glass break. He looked out the window. Some guy went in. A minute later, he ran out. Is that really enough time to do all that? And so I think in her mind, she is doubting, but she still needs to put the pieces together and put it away. And that's why it's interesting that she even asked the coroner, you know, could this have been from the glass or could this have been from the knife? And obviously she persuaded his answer. Ridiculous to me that you would suggest that before DNA testing some of the blood to see if it was on him because, as far as we know, that's not the knife. The knife that was used to cut his hand was still on the table. Exactly. So mm-hmm. it seems silly because I, as if I was, you know, in the defense, that would be the first thing I would test. Mm-hmm. My client's blood is not on this knife. Exactly. It's not anywhere on the scene. As far as we know, it's not going to be anywhere in the scene. His semen's there, but not his blood. So where he, the story about his hand being cut is true based mm-hmm. on the facts we have so i just think i hope that that comes back to smack her in the face because it seems short-sighted mm-hmm. yeah it does yeah i just it's I, I thought that was interesting just the fact that we see these people aren't 100 percent thinking that nas did it and it's so frustrating to watch yeah totally you know because it's like it'd be so easy to just well probably not easy at all actually <laughs> it would not be easy but it would be possible to look into other people but hopefully they do hopefully we see that sometime soon uh, so we talked about the hand. 
And now, later on, we see a little bit more of Nas's transformation yes. when he's in that TV room. First of all, can we talk about how hot Nas is getting now that he's all Dude, like... Dude, Nas... like, oh my! Nas is bae. <laughs> I'm just gonna put that yeah. out there. Oh, Hashtag Nas he is bae. He is really cute. He is cute. But I don't yeah. like his new, like, I, like, wish he, like, was a looking cute, but still with, like, his old cute personality. Yeah. yeah I so he's, like, the good guy. Yeah. 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 I, like, I like he's, like, like dying a lot. But I miss the hair. Like, I like, I like the, the hair, hair, too. With a little... It's just, like, when Justin shaved his curls and oh I was my like, gosh, man, we all this is exactly what is happening. Yeah. Right but that's just another testament in the fact that he may or may not have already had this in him, but obviously he's taking advantage of Freddie's help. And I just, the way Freddie looks at Nas this whole episode, I think he's up to something. I I really do. And I th- I know last week I said I believed his intentions when he was talking about education and all that good stuff. But the way he was looking I at him, I still believe it. This is you street do? education. Why, oh, yeah. Here's why. You <laughs> want why. you want a lieutenant. If you're going to be general of your own army, if you're going to be kingpin, what you need is someone smart watching your back. And what he has right now, at least from what we've seen, are a lot of funny dudes, a lot of really big beefy dudes <laughs> in the fight. You know, and some wimpy people that he can beat up on to make not only himself look bigger, but to make sure everybody stays in line. What he doesn't have is someone he can bounce ideas off of. What he doesn't have is someone who will hold it down for him. That's true. In an intelligent way, who will get him through sticky situations, who can outthink gang members across, like, you know, territory lines and stuff. Nas fills that position purposely, (laughs) perfectly, especially as he gets larger, especially, you know, if they're studying together, working hard together. I don't think it takes very long for Nas to be his lieutenant if that's what Freddie wants. And it seems like he's really pushing him in that direction. I don't. I don't think, I don't know, I don't trust Freddie at all, and I find it very odd that he was used to be a drug mule this episode, mm-hmm. considering, what was that kid's name? Whatever that kid's name was, what? with his mom, that mm-hmm. like stuff. Oh, yeah. He yeah. could have done that himself. Like, why are I you know. making Nas do it? That makes because no sense. Because he tells him to be a lieutenant. Yeah. This is how I tell people. I thought it was a test This is how sure. I make sure that you are on my, like, yeah. I have your full and complete submission. That's fucking gross. That's what I, I, mean, I took it That's as that, really too. Gross. I took it as... Yeah, this other kid could have done it, but how am I going to get Nas to prove that he will do what I need him to do if that's what it comes down to? And I think that's all that that was with the drugs. I think it was him, Nas, kind of having to prove himself and do that. I don't trust Freddie at all. I don't I think either. that there's... Here's the thing. Why is his character in the show? Is it really... Is, maybe he's just there for this transformation we see in Nas, or maybe he's using all this stuff to get dirt on Nas for another reason. Mm-hmm. Like, this is a stretch for a theory, but, like, considering he has so many, uh, so much communication with just the outside world out of prison, maybe whoever actually did this knows that Nas is the number one suspect for going to trial for this. Maybe they just want to make him look... Like a murderer. Well, I, I mean, theory. Nicole, Nicole Capella. Shout out to Nicole. Thank you. <laughs> she says, I have a theory that Freddie wants to help Nas because he knows who really killed Andrea. Like you said, Renee, Freddie either wants to gain Nazir's trust to push him to plead to protect the real killer, or he just knows that Nas is innocent and he's looking out for him. It could go either way. Right now, I just have a bad feeling. I have from such this a episode. bad well, feeling. I, I think, I don't know how, how to feel about him necessarily, but I do totally notice those looks the yeah. way he looks at him it's weird like a protege and like, like yeah like protege. it is he's proud. like a protege he right, is exactly. because he's like i like that fierceness in you the i like line, this fight yeah the line that i really liked that i wrote down was the you know there's a guy in an icu and look at you you're sleeping like a baby he's like you have a lot of secrets don't mm. you and he's like and you've got a lot of rage and then he's like i like it so i kind of look at it as that too as he just i think sees that he could use Nas in different ways. I 
I don't, I don't know. I definitely think Freddie's going to end up being a huge part in, in regards to the so. trial and yeah. things like that. Because I really like this character. Mm. He's, there's something very intriguing about him because he doesn't need to say much. But he gets his point across. Yeah. You know what would be terrifying if, like, he uses to build up all this dirt and then then goes on uh, goes in the trial and then like testifies, being like he's a very violent person. I've watched him firsthand beating someone up. Oh, gosh. That would be crazy. But I don't know. I really don't trust Freddie. I think that we we're led to believe automatically that this guy is here to help Naz because he's proving it every mm-hmm. day. Yeah. That's too easy for me. I think trust no one in prison. Well, I don't. This guy. I, don't, is not I, just think, I think he's out for his own good. Like Say, he hasn't oh, collected like intention wise. Yeah, he hasn't collected any information on Naz. He's That's not true. asking him about no. his crimes. He's true. not pushing him to do anything about his trial. He wants him to stay in here. He wants mm-hmm. him to become hardened, and he wants to use him to help like solidify himself in his position. And I want to throw it quickly to the chat. Stephen Ward says, "What did y'all think of Nas's lawyer knowing he was swallowing the bags?" Oh yeah, now, we oh, yeah. About this scene, outside. Yeah. Um, as Nas is talking to his lawyers, and they're like, like "You need to tell us about these amphetamines and all this stuff." And Nas does the handoff of the cocaine. It swallows the bags, and he's like, Straight "Hey, out you the... need to know <sighs> that what you're doing to get caught <laughs> yeah. is over. You're going to be in here forever." Which, again, works in Freddie's favor. Uh, I thought that that was him, was Stone understanding prison culture. Yeah. yeah. He's so clearly very, very versed. Right. Yeah, because right. he knows a lot. I think he he's aware, like, there are not a lot of options here. You need to definitely not get caught doing that, or there's no help we can give you at all. I'm kind of curious. Do you guys think Chandra knew? I don't think no, she did. No. Well, no, I was going to say, I'm, I'm very glad that Stone said something because to me, it would have been weird if he didn't notice because, I'm sorry, he looked like he was about to barf. Exactly. He's oh like gosh. putting his mouth up. Like, it was very clear that he was doing something. So I'm glad yeah. that Stone said that. And just one more, one more, sorry, I have to say one more thing about Freddie. Yeah. Is I don't like trust him. Like, he's definitely out for his, he wants to benefit, but I think he's. Like, because obviously he's not just helping Nas for no reason, but he's helping Nas to get himself something. So I don't think there's... I honestly could see it that just being it. Like yeah. you said, he's going to benefit so much from Nas being there, Nas doing these things. I wouldn't say it's just the the um, like kindness of his heart yeah. helping no, okay. Nas. Yeah, yeah. No, by no means. So yeah, I wouldn't say trust him, but I think... So you two just think he's grooming him yeah. to be his Absolutely. right-hand man. Yeah. So I put, keep I, this is what, I don't know. Okay, so I just feel like the whole drug trade thing, it could have gone down without Nas. And I feel like, yeah. I don't know why, but the Test. fact that that fourth bag didn't come out, I don't know if, I feel like he's going to get caught or something. Like, there must be a reason that he wanted him to particularly be involved in this operation. So I don't know if he wants him to get caught doing this or what. I just, I have a, I have a bad feeling about it. I just feel like maybe, yeah, he is grooming him, but I think there's also an ulterior motive that we don't know about mm-hmm. with Freddie. And I that's definitely. what I don't like. I don't think it's some, like, he, I just, I don't, this guy, I don't trust him. I don't think we necessarily know what that ulterior motive is, but I don't think it's as simple as it sounds. But right I like now. Freddie, though. Something I like about him, that character. He's so good. So good. Michael so, Kenneth Williams. So Scary. good. So Excellent job. Like I said, those looks he gives. Like, Would not want to yeah. be on his bad side. But another <laughs> new suspect that I... I don't remember if we already talked about this, um, but when Don went to go question the guy who's giving Andrew the drugs, he finds out that the guy owes his supplier money, which very well could be a motive and another suspect, and maybe that's the person we haven't been introduced to yet. Um, so or that's, someone we know. Or someone we know. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's so true. Maybe Renee. that's Dwayne. Or maybe that's Trevor. 
Okay. Yeah, Dwayne no, or Trevor. So true. Wait, it could thing... easily be because we said he's not the drug dealer, but they could be the supplier to the drug dealer. Right. Because I just I thought that stuck out a lot. The fact that he owes him money. Yeah. And okay. it's just I mean, I, of course they're throwing all of these things in to mix this up, but I know that could be interesting. That could be important later on. I I definitely agree, but it goes back to me not if that's the case, not being satisfied because of how. In intimate, personal, yeah. the killing was oh, considering yeah. she was yeah, stabbed twenty so times. Yeah. So I'm like, who is connected with her? Who's so yeah. close to her that they'd be so but, angry to stab her twenty two times? But with that being said, we don't know the relationship Andrea has with either of them. Maybe sure. they are close. Maybe there was something more going on. That's the thing that we still haven't seen is personal relationships that Andrea had. Like, yeah, I'm mm-hmm. dying to see more about her life and, and what she was involved with, what she was like with the relationship she had with different people. Exactly. Like, her and her stepdads. I just, I'm so... That's what I'm really wanting in these next three yeah, episodes. We so. have to three see that. Yeah. Episodes. Three episodes. It's more. so hard when you don't know about her relationships or <sighs> anything know. about her, really. Well, so. speaking of that, Teed Baker. Hey, Teed Baker. Thanks for commenting. Um, he or she, I'm not sure, said, <laughs> one of the girls at the funeral must have been an ex-lover of Andrea. I didn't think of it that well, way. Me either. Uh, one of the girls <laughs> at the funeral. They really didn't have many lines. But I think that's interesting because, you know, remember back to the first episode, she was like, do you have a girlfriend? He was like, no, do you? And she didn't answer. She just said, would that turn you on? So maybe. maybe. Oh, my gosh. Foreshadowing that we didn't right? pay attention to. Thank yeah. you, T. Baker. That's interesting. <laughs> you guys are really giving us some good stuff they to are. talk about. So it very well could come into play. But let's get into this final scene, which is probably the biggest. Stressful. Most stressful part of this oh episode. Probably not, though, because all of them are stressful. No. Uh, so, John, so like, ignorantly, right? Yeah, I just don't you. understand you, John. Chandra, Chandra I'm rooting set for that you, up, but though. I don't get you. He did do Chandra one thing set smart. that up perfectly with that line, oh, saying, what? you know, like, where sure. are you? I just want to make sure you're not going to go after this guy. So, right after she said that, I'm like, he's going. Oh, yeah. This is where he what is. is his deal? And that's the only reason, I mean, I'm sorry all the people who think it's him, but why would he be risking his life yeah. to follow these leads if he did the murder he also, would just John, stone feels like he needs a win mm-hmm. like this yeah. is not a guy who is we see a lot of confident cocky murderers or we see a lot of like shaky murderers yeah. like how do i make sure to pin it on someone else i don't get that feel from him he needs yeah. to win yeah. and that's why he's doing this on his own he's seeking glory mm. foolishly but he's doing it i especially since so many people don't take him seriously they, yeah. yeah like you're right he needs he needs this he needs to be right about it and now that he's finally on the team again he'll get those accolades he yeah. did do one smart thing um, aside from all of the stupid things that followed he did leave a trail by giving the guy his card and he forced the guy to oh. take his card that was smart That and the guy threw it but it's still there I'm happy he did that see I okay I have bad feelings with the way they left it and with Stone going in there with the card as well as him telling Chandra the name of the guy that he was going after because if something happens to Stone, she knows exactly where he was, yep. who he was looking for, the name of the guy, mm-hmm. and it would make it and way easier. Record. Exactly. Yep. So I think that's same. I have a feeling that, that, that there's going to be something really bad with him. I... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just think something's going to be bad, and that's the reason they, they made sure to show him telling where he was Agreed. and the name of him yeah. to Chandra. Leaving the card. I think she's going to, well, I think when they look for him, they're going to find the card, and then they have to question the guy. Yeah, I don't know what's about to happen. Mm-hmm. We know something bad, bad the way it left it. I'm terrified. It's the whole time bad. we were like, oh my god, something bad's going to happen. It's going to end. Something bad's going to happen. Yeah. And then something we don't even know what happened happened. Well, like happen. I said, too, I thought it was weird. I don't, like, it could be nothing, but they started off the episode with him 
in his UV lamp doing, and the, the room was that same color of mm. that flash of light at the end, which I don't know exactly how those would like parallel with each other, mm. but it, the episode did kind of start how it ended in that lighting sense, which that's, was interesting. That's true. I was trying to figure out some, some parallels like yeah. that, and I have to say, at the end of the day, I think Chandra and John are doing a good job building their defense. Yeah. yeah. I, think, I mean, obviously, he's making some poor decisions along the way, <laughs> but... Overall, I think they're doing a good job following up with different suspects and yeah. following leads and trying to piece together clues that maybe the prosecutor is not. Mm-hmm. So I think they're doing a good job. Yeah, yeah I and love I'm, Chandra. She's yeah. great. I do too. I think she's great too, and I hope that they can definitely come to Naz's rescue in the end. Hopefully, hope so. they will have the chance because I just have a bad feeling about where he's headed. But Uh-oh. let's get into some predictions. Yay! And now you're after Buzz TV. So I think uh, with the, I think you were onto something with them wanting us to start doubting Naz. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to continue to do that. So we're all pretty sure he did it, and then I think it will be someone else. Mm-hmm. I don't trust Trevor. I think that the age thing was just weird that they brought it up just because. The other bit of information we had that she was stabbed 22 times, that's her age. He knows his great-grandmother's age and her birth. I don't know. I find it weird. <laughs> and um, I also think we're going to... I don't know what's going to happen with Stone, but I, I think we're going to learn way more about him because I find it weird. Even this episode with him and the prostitute, oh, him yeah. trying to, like, pick her up, like... Actually, like buy her champagne, and, like wine and that. Like, what are you? Stop! Like, he's so join like, joinmatch.com. Like, stop! <laughs> but I think we're gonna learn some like uh, more info. Maybe about a split or something to tell us more why he is the way he is. Maybe. Okay. So mine. Okay. So next episode, you see the preview. There's some sort of funeral happening. Mm-hmm. I think the guy driving the hearse is gonna come back into play because mm-hmm. of that. And also, I'm just thinking back now how weird it is that that guy in that hearse, driving that hearse, made that comment to Andrea the night that she was brutally killed. You know, like, you continue that, you could be my next path, whatever. Mm -hmm. He made that comment, it's weird, and with that preview, it makes me think that for some reason he's going to be back in the picture. Also, I'm just really curious if, I mean, it could be nothing, but I think the neighbor is going to come back into play somehow, because there's just something off about it and he has not been really questioned kind of like the way Trevor was it's Mm -hmm. they kind of have the info they need so I'm hoping that Stone and Chandra Chandra whatever Mm -hmm. go and kind of dig into him a little more yeah yeah. Actually, I agree with you, Renee, that we're going to definitely learn some more about Stone next episode. It mm. seems to me that, especially with his casual knowledge of drugs and mm. what affects what, like, we've got some secret Stone cover with him as well. Uh, I think that Knott's is going to fall deeper into this hole, uh, especially the closer we approach trial, the more that Freddie wants to keep a hold of him. I definitely see more happening there. My big prediction is something is going to happen with his family. Stanley's outside. We know that they are mm. trying very hard to stay positive and by his side, but they're also with some questioning. Nas said himself that he's like, they're never going to know if I really did it or not. Um, they have some big decisions to make, whether they're going to press these charges. Do they stay by his side through what is probably going to be a very brutal trial? 
I think there's going to be some negative happenings there. Someone's going to turn just because of drama. Hmm. <laughs> that would be adding to our heartbreak. I'm going to go ahead, and I may be very wrong, but I'm going to write off Dwayne Reed as the murderer. I don't yeah, think same. it is. Way too obvious it. after this same. episode. So obvious. I know I a lot so. of our, our fans out there wanted to go with, you know, the staring friend from the first episode. I don't think. After what we saw, way too easy. Yeah. yeah. Right? I, and it's I too agree. soon. We have three more episodes. Come on, guys. The writers wouldn't do that to <laughs> us, I hope. I know. So that's why I'm going to write him off. Um, again, I'm worried about Nas in this prison and his affiliation with Freddie, and I always will be. I have a feeling he's either going to kill somebody or something's uh. bad. And whether he did this or not, it's just going to completely ruin him. Yeah. So, I think Nas is going to kill someone. Yes, yeah. I think he's just going to do something in prison that whether he was whether he killed Andrea or not, it won't matter because he's going to do something. Hey, maybe horrible. that drug thing, yeah. the last one not coming through, like you said, yeah. that first he'll snap. Right go now, ahead. who is everyone's number one suspect? Oh, let's go question. go down the line. Okay, so right now, just from the episode, I feel like Trevor. I don't know why. Okay, I'm gonna write I, this down. I am still. I'm truly convinced that one of those characters in the first episode that did not speak or spoke little her sky motorcycle guy there's just something there was something eerie and weird about them that i think is going to come back yeah okay. i'm still stepdad mob family stepdad <laughs> strongly in the corner of mob family hit i'm tied between the stepdad and the neighbor i think I know neighbor. the neighbor. I forgot I about the neighbor. neighbor I know the neighbor is kind of random, but I feel like he's just like he was what weird. kind of weird. He was looks weird. out his window. Maybe he's just or a freaking like, peeping, peeping, peeping Tom or whatever. Well, I don't you know. Hear a crash? Don't you go to your window? What? Yeah, I but... outside. if I hear a crash of any kind, I'm like outside my car. If it's parked just outside, humor me, Joel. I'm gonna say the neighbor for now. I, I, don't I, don't I'm to, I don't see the neighbor's guilty, so I'm trying to see where you guys are coming from. I'm just throwing <laughs> another suspect. Maybe we didn't even meet the killer yet. That's, what I, that's what I was she, saying. It could we'd be all someone. be so wrong come episode eight. You guys, please comment. Under this video, let us know what you guys think. Like you've been doing, thank you so much for sharing all of your predictions. We love, love bringing them up every week. Obviously, they're adding so much to our discussion. So thank you. Keep that up. Give us a thumbs up if you like what you saw. And share this video with your friends. Get people on board because it's obviously an amazing show. We only have three episodes left. So keep the conversation going on Twitter as well. You can find me at Miera Jennings on Instagram and Twitter. Hey, guys. I'm Joelle Monique. You can find me every week at blackgirlnerds.com and everywhere at Joelle Monique. I'm Abby Vega, and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at underscore Abby Vega. Hey guys, I'm Renee Ariel, and you can find me on Instagram and on Twitter at Renee Ariel. And as always, you can find my book review series, Plot Twisted, on YouTube at youtube.com slash TV. Thanks, guys. See you next week for another Bye. crazy episode. Bye. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, see you later! The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 